welcome in Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet. A good Friday to you, Spec. Hey, boys, I see Eddie's got a tie on. You got a job interview? Or- <laughs> <laughs> hey, easy. That's what Donovan, the intern, said about two that's, weeks that's ago. What he said, and then I ate him up. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Spec. Did you see the picture of Eddie with the big right gun in the Great Cup yesterday? No, I did not. Okay, you'll have to have a look at that. I, I think you might rephrase your question after that, uh, after a gander at that pick. Yeah, or you could hire me to come and chop wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to see Looking Paul? Sharp. Yeah, you want to see Paul best Bunyan? Radio guy in town today. Ah, appreciate you, Spec. Appreciate you. That's what happens when a guy blasts in here early, like at you know quarter to seven, and then he's got a full eight hours after nine o'clock. That's dedication, yeah, Spec. There you go. That's dedication. It's kind of right like there, you. Kind of like you. Well, yeah, yeah. If you can call what we do work, Kev, I guess. Mm, you know, as I always say, Spec, we're not swinging hammers, are we? No, not swinging hammers. No, I used to have a buddy in university, and whenever he started dozing off in class, he's a little bit older, and he'd gone off and worked for a while after high school, and he got some crappy jobs. He decided, man, I got to get back to university. So he's older than us. Yeah. And I borrow his notes one day, and I go, how come in the margin it, it, there's all these little spots that say 40 below jackhammer and he says because that's what i did when i wasn't in school whenever i start dozing off in class i write down 40 below jackhammer and it snaps me to attention i get that i totally get that that would do it that would do it well it's funny because we talk about your first job was at bonton eddie proposed at bonton did you ever have spec a real vigorous, like hardworking job where at the end of the day you came home and were just wiped? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had this Latvian uncle. He had a little construction company. He built sort of specialty houses. But he didn't do things like uh, like when he had to dig a stairwell for a basement, he didn't like rent a bobcat or any of that. He hired Spec to dig the hole. <laughs> so I worked for him one summer. And, uh, oh, boy, I came home sore from that job once in a while. I worked, uh, painted houses for a couple summers, Ooh. and that's, painting houses hard work, boy. Like, it's not, it looks easy, it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know what, fell off a ladder or two along the way. Maybe that's my problem, eh? <laughs> yeah. Eddie, did you have, what was your uh, most rigorous By far, work? the most rigorous job ever. 2014, Chris Jones' first training camp, first job as a head coach in the league. He didn't have much of a leash on him, so he ran us to the ground. I've never experienced anything like that before, the way he ran us. Uh, so that was by far the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, like, But even with work, like when you were a kid. Uh, man, I had a pretty easy life. Pretty <laughs> wow. easy, you know, like my first job ever, I was uh, 12 and I worked for a flower store and I was a clown <laughs> waving at cars on the corner of the street. <laughs> oh, this is unbelievable. I so I'm a grinder, man. I was working, earning a check at 12. I was a grinder, Good man. for you. You were in a clown suit, though. <laughs> Making money. No other 12-year-old was getting a check. Oh, man. Oh, that's good stuff. So spent- but I got the funniest part of the story, I got to tell you. I got fired from that job because it was wintertime, and I was sitting on the snowbank waving at cars. <laughs> I wasn't standing. Oh, no. They caught me sitting. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> no one likes a lazy clown, Ed. No one likes oh, a lazy boy. clown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, Spec. Uh, Oilers with a back-to-back. Uh, Minnesota tonight and then Calgary tomorrow. The Flames had a uh, kind of an entertaining game, just like the Oilers did against uh, Boston last night, winning it in overtime. A goal by Nazem Kadri as they went back and forth. But 
out-of-town scoreboard was pretty kind to the Oilers last night with Vegas losing and L.A. losing. So I guess what do you make about this uh, this back-to-back starting with Minnesota tonight, Speck? Well, it's kind of like uh, moving day a little bit, isn't it, at the golf tournament? You know, they, the Oilers, that one point against Boston looks awfully good compared to the zero points that L.A., Vancouver, and Vegas got last night. And this is the this is a time here. I haven't looked at their schedules, but I'm going to assume that that all of the all those teams played last night. They're not all playing back to backs. Edmonton's got two in a row against two non playoff teams at home. They're going to make up a couple games on the on their divisional opponents here. And this is you know you need three of these points, right? This is if you think you got a shot at chasing down Vancouver, they've lost four in a row. You got to start winning. This is when you make it back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, everybody's trying to win. I get all that, but you need three or four here. If you think you're going to take a run of the Canucks one day. Yeah. There are a couple of teams that have had the, the coaching bumps and some have had better than others. The Oilers are probably number one, St. Louis, number two. What do you make of, uh, what's happened in, I guess, in Minnesota? Yeah, not enough, mm-hmm. right? Not enough. I think they're, you know, they're that. I think Minnesota and Calgary are the same team. Uh, Calgary's at the moment better. Neither are contenders. Both have some guys that other teams would like, and both of them have to take a long look in the mirror and say, "Okay, what are we doing here? We've both been middle of the road teams for a long time. We're we're not bad enough to get the high draft pick. We're not good enough to win anything. Uh, we're both in divisions with teams we can't beat." So what are we doing here? You know, what's going on? I think they're both, there's a big fat mirror in the office of Craig Conroy and Bill Guerin. They both got to take a long, hard look in it right now. Speck, I'm hearing a lot of talk about, uh, you know, Stu Skinner being tired and fatigued. I don't really buy that because, like, we just had the All-Star break, so there was time off. But do you, uh, is there any merit to that? No, no, I don't think he's tired. I mean, he's going through what every player in the league goes through. Eddie, you know, it's it's a 82-game season, and you don't play 82 good games. And as a goalie, you don't play 55 good games. You, some of them aren't good. And he's just going through it. That's all. In my eyes, uh, I think he showed with, with you know, the three-month period, he showed how good he can be, and now he's having a little bit of a sag. Guess what? The whole team's having a little bit of a sag here too. So mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't freak out by any means. Uh, if you throw another start to Pickard here and there, fine. But uh, I'm not worried about uh, Skinner until this thing lasts a lot longer than this. Uh, saw you at practice yesterday, Speck, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins did not practice yesterday. What do you think the chances of him playing tonight are? Oh, like, you know, I was saying to Jay last night, like, you know, I've never torn an Achilles. I'm knocking wood here. I've never ripped out an ACL or any of those hockey injuries that they have. But we've all been sick right? We've all had the flu. And you ask me how I'm going to feel tomorrow when I got the flu. I can't tell you, I got to wake up and figure it out. So, mm-hmm. you know, is I, I have no idea if how Ryan Nugent Hopkins feels, if he's going to play in either of these games. Uh, the good news is Fogel was on that top line looking really good. And if I'll tell you right now, if Nugent came back tonight, uh, I would find a place to play him that does not displace Ryan, uh, Warren Fogel mm-hmm. from that line, boys. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. Speck, I want to ask you, when you go into a game, is there anything specific that you as a journalist are looking for, um, you know, that you're looking to cover a certain angle, or you kind of just go in and let the game unfold in front of you? Well, there's pizza after the second period. I'm always quite <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, sometimes there is, Ace Beck. Sometimes there is. So, it depends. Who gets first, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the line in front of you. <laughs> uh, Eddie, you know, it, there's different. Every day is different. Some days you have an idea and you go, if this happens, I'm going to have a hell of a column. So, you know, in our business, you're not allowed to cheer for your team. You're allowed to cheer for your story. So if, if you know, if the orders are starting some young rookie who's, you know, for instance, I'm, I go into every game hoping Connor Brown scores a goal because I, I'd like to write that column. I'd like to write the story of the guy who yes. finally scored the goal. Mm. But I'm not up there cheering and fist pumping for him. Uh, I go into some games – you know, a lot of most games I go into and say, okay, let's see what happens. The worst journalist out there is the guy that writes a story at three in the afternoon and then tries to pound the square peg into the round hole when the game's over at 11 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you got to be able to think on your feet. You got to yeah. spot the stories as they come. Sometimes you got a couple in mind and you're, you know, in your quiver that you're hoping for, but sometimes none of them pan out, man. So you just got to wing it. Mm -hmm. So Eddie asked you about Stu Skinner. We'll see Cal Pickard tonight and we'll see Stu tomorrow against Calgary. That's the, uh, the assumption, yeah. and uh, what do you think of Cal going into this one after the win in Dallas? Because that has to be a big confidence boost for a guy, you know, playing on the road in Dallas, uh, one of the best teams going, uh, even though Dallas is struggling a little bit now. But what do you think about Cal yeah. tonight? Uh, I've got, as a backup goalie, I've got, you know, complete faith that you'll get a good game out of Cal Pickard. Like, yeah. I don't, he's done nothing, but what's his record, Kev? Is it not like six and two or something? Six and one? Uh, I know that he's only lost once in his last, like, five or six or seven games, whatever it is. So, no, no, he's, not only has he given them every chance to win when he plays, they win mm -hmm. almost every time when he plays. So, you know, this whole thing about can Cal, what happens if Skinner goes down? Well, that's you know can Cal Picker play every night? That's a completely different conversation. Mm -hmm. But in terms of a backup, in terms of a guy that if we're four games into a series and I didn't like Skinner's game last night and I want to start him in Game Five, you know what? I haven't seen a lot of backups with better numbers and better records than Cal Picker right now. I'm not sure why there's this lack of belief in that player. Seven and two spec, so seven and two goals goals against two forty eight save percentage nine ten. So. Numbers what do you are want? numbers are very good, very good. Oh my goodness! We were talking talking about the out of town scoreboard last night. Uh, Vegas loses seven three. Mark Stone uh, is going to be out for some time now. How long he's out for, we will see. Do you smell one of these uh, eight week scenarios that all of a sudden he's on LTIR and then in ten days the Vegas Golden Knights go out and have the cash, the affordability to land a big player and then bring Stone off of LTIR at the end of the year. Yeah, um, Frank Cervelli is reporting that he may have a torn spleen or lacerated Lacerated, spleen. yes, lacerated. Yeah. So that's, that's a pretty serious injury. That's something that's, I mean, that's got to be a three-month injury is my understanding. Mm -hmm. So... So two-part question, right? Are, is Vegas going to fill in and use their LTIR? You bet they are. Every team in the league would use their LTIR. That's the rules. They're not breaking any rules. You'd be a dummy if you didn't do it. Now, does the calendar flip from regular season to playoffs and suddenly it's a miraculous recovery from a four-month injury to a two-and-a-half-month injury? That would be what I'm, you know, that, if that happens, let's have this conversation again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last three cup winners have been well, well over the cap with their playoff mm -hmm. roster. I don't like it. 
Nobody likes it. It's a it's a crappy way to run your business, Gary Bettman. Yep. It 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 entices people to cheat and lie and do these goofy injury things. I don't like it one bit. The league should fix it. But until they do, if I'm running a team, I'm doing the same darn thing, aren't you? That's it, exactly it. Why you, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're not breaking you? the rules, but it stinks. Yeah, it's unethical. It's obviously unethical, but why wouldn't you? If we're in the business yeah. of trying to win a championship, and the last three cup winners have been well over the cap, like Speck said, yeah. and we all know the fishiness, why wouldn't you if you're competing? Yeah, yeah like let's have our unethical Stanley Cup parade down Jasper Avenue. Are people going <laughs> to unethically skip that unethical parade? Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> all right, Speck. I know you got a busy day, busy weekend. <laughs> Things are shaping up nicely for you. you got back-to-backers here tonight and yes, tomorrow. Yes, sir. And, a lot of good uh, hockey this weekend. A lot of good fun. Let's get out, uh, let's get out to the rink. Beautiful weather. It's man. Country, boys. Good thing you don't have the uh, snowmobile drag races in this weather. 10 plus 10 today. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of miles on the old sled this winter, eh? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> Save me a tune-up in the spring, that's for sure. All right, thanks, Mick. Get, right. right, get back to digging those basements.